Poopsicles. A meteorologist warns people eating icicles are likely licking bird poop. The Russian police arrest a renegade priest in a convent raid, and a man legally changed his name to Celine Dion while he was drunk over Christmas. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. It's a new year. I got some stories from around the world. They're pretty weird. Buckle up. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Poopsicles. Meteorologist warns that if you're going to eat icicles this winter, you're probably going to be eating some bird poop. I don't know about you guys, but I used to lick those icicles as a child. Oh, man, I'd break them right off the side of my house in Massachusetts. And I would, yeah, I would eat them, basically eat them. I was a starving young boy. We were... <laughs> I also lived on dirt. I ate a lot of dirt and rocks. <laughs> I, I, I was the earliest one to adopt the paleo diet. It was rocks, dirt, and icicles. <laughs> I'm playing around, guys. Let's get into this article because I might... Well, I might be saving your life here. Uh, it says here, these seemingly pristine winter treats called icicles are actually laced with petrified bird turds. <laughs> bird turds. That's funny. It's a funny phrase. Oh, dude, you're licking bird turds, man. An Iowa meteorologist is imploring the public to stop munching on icicles this winter, claiming that they're full of the feces. She posted the poopy PSA on TikTok, where it currently has 2 million views. Uh, she's a weather woman. Her name is Katie Nicolau. Oh, she's just trying to save lives, keep people healthy. She wrote, please don't do that. Don't eat those icicles. I'm a meteorologist. I should know. When icicles form, it's from water that melts off your roof and it runs down the side of a building. You know what else is on your roof? Bird crap. A lot of bird crap. Do you want to lick bird poop? Okay. Katie points out that fecal runoff freezes in the ice like an excremental slushy. Wow, they've really got very colorful with the language in this poopsicle article. Excremental slushy. Anybody want to come over for an excrement slushy? It says, so anyone attempting to enjoy one of nature's popsicles is inadvertently eating poop. Well, so... You could say it's literally a poopsicle, asked somebody on Twitter. <laughs> what an original joke. Poopsicle. Come on. Is that the best you got? Jeez. I could have came up with that blindfolded. Uh, not that having no, a blindfold on prevents me from coming up with jokes, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say here, guys. Somebody was pretty upset about this message and made fun of it. it. says, this message brought to you by Generation Millennial slash Generation Z, who were all raised to be afraid of everything. Many of us over 40 people ate these icicles as kids, and we survived. Hello. And this person, you know, sounds a little aggravated unnecessarily, to be honest with you. They do make a good point, though, in that, uh, you know, there were whole generations that did the most dangerous things because of a lack of information, and somehow managed to live. No no helmets were ever involved in their life. <laughs> of all the things they did, there was never a helmet involved. I, I've heard of days where seatbelts weren't a thing in cars. Just some cars didn't even have seatbelts. I mean, imagine. 
I mean, there was plenty of decades where nobody wore condoms. Just everybody's just blowing in the wind. Just nobody gives a damn. And uh, well, I mean, I don't think all of those stories ended well. So maybe maybe we should just be a little bit more cautious these days. We don't have to be overly cautious where life just becomes an entire ball of stress and anxiety. But, you know, maybe not eat icicles that are growing off the gutter of your house. I mean, we should have all known better anyways. You know, some of those icicles had a, they weren't exactly the color of water and I still bit into them. I was like, this one probably tastes like coffee. It's a coffee icicle. Oh no. The Russian police arrest a renegade priest in a convent raid. Sounded like the beginning of a rap song. The Russian police arrest a renegade priest. Moscow is the center of this story. Should I do a Russian accent? Police raided convent near Russia's Oral Mountains in early hours Tuesday. Arrest renegade priest who had seized control of mountains, allegedly encouraged nuns to commit suicide. Um, In case you didn't understand that, the police raided a convent in the mountains and they arrested a priest who had control of the mountain and encouraged nuns to kill themselves. Very strange tactic. Who is this renegade priest? I want some more information. His name is Father Sergis. He was taken to Moscow, which is uh, uh, 1,400 kilometers from the convent. A court ordered him uh, to stay in custody for at least two months. Why two months? This guy should be in custody forever if he's encouraging nuns to kill themselves on the side of a mountain. This guy needs to be removed from the culture. Footage posted online showed a melee of riot police and people shouting outside the convent during this raid. This is crazy. They chased us out. Chased out all the children. They didn't let us take warm clothes. They put the priest face down on the floor, beat him with truncheons. That was a quote from an unnamed nun. Yeah, what do you care, unnamed nun? This guy deserves to be beaten and removed. He's having you guys try and kill yourselves. Father Sergi, whose real name is Nikolai Romanov, is like every third person in Russia named Nikolai. This guy apparently gained some prominence after denying the existence of the coronavirus. Oh, and you still let him be in charge of something? (laughs) This is unbelievable. You could have avoided this months ago, Russia, when you removed him for denying the existence of a virus that clearly exists. Uh, He denied the existence of the coronavirus. He railed against the church closures due to the lockdown, and he criticized the church. He criticized the church. He works for the church. Why not remove him months ago? You could probably see this coming, encouraging nuns to kill themselves. He seized control of the Srednorolsky convent in Yekaterinburg in the Ural Mountains in June and then refused to leave. It says here he was fond of wearing long, dark robes. Okay, what's that information good for? Fond of wearing long, dark robes, he was formally cast out of the church in September for ignoring a ban on him holding services and preaching, but had some loyal followers nonetheless. Oh, they did put a ban on him, him, but they didn't go remove him. He was still there. Clearly, he had some followers. Unfortunately, how many of those survived this guy's uh, new religion, which obviously has something to do with uh, killing yourself? Great idea. This guy's set to remain in custody until the end of February, which is when his trial will come. 
He's on being held on charges of driving people to suicide, violating the right to freedom of conscience, and fomenting unlawful actions. He denies all the charges. Uh, I want to know the details of what he's... Oh, here we go. Okay, the investigative committee, which handles probes into major crimes in Russia, accused him of calling on at least 10 nuns to commit suicide and sharing a video of the sermon online. It doesn't say what he encouraged them to do. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch this video. It's probably going to really depress me. It says here he had been previously sentenced to 13 years in jail for murder and robbery, but was released in the 90s. How does this guy get out and then go back to being a, a priest? <laughs> I mean, how how flimsy and lax are your your priest parameters in Russia? Would just any a murderer can just apply? <laughs> I don't get it, Russia. You guys seem so strict about everything. Apparently not your church, though. Just like, do whatever you want. Yeah, come on in. Now, just as an aside, uh, I wanted to bring up the Ural Mountains because they're quite famous for something else, too. If, if you've ever heard of the Dyatlov Pass, I think I pronounced it right, Detlov Pass. It's an incident where some Russian hikers died in the northern area of the mountains under very strange circumstances. Uh, they believe that some sort of paranormal evil force was involved in the killing of these hikers. They were found like apparently something happened and they just ran from their tents in the middle of the night. Their bodies were some of their bodies were found completely with like as though they were incinerated by a laser beam or something like it's very strange. And, you know, it's just one of those paranormal things in them that I'm interested in. I thought I would uh, just bring that up because the Ural Mountains are where that incident took place as well. And it's something that, uh, it's pretty fascinating. Take a look into the Dyatlov Pass incident. A man legally changed his name to Celine Dion after getting drunk and watching her concert over Christmas. <laughs> there are many things people do when they're drunk. You guys know. You've probably done some of them. Yeah, you woke up with a stranger or with penises drawn on your forehead and permanent marker. Maybe a tattoo that you don't remember getting. Perhaps you bought something on the Home Shopping Club network. Next thing you know, you got an ab belt that shows up or a slap chop that <laughs> that arrives in the mail 2 days later. Or maybe even something more stupid like a a blow-up doll with a with the face of your kindergarten teacher on it. I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, there are many things people do when they're drunk. That they may regret the next day, but not many people decide to officially change their name like this idiot. So, Thomas Dodd is a Celine Dion super fan. I don't know why. I don't even know she was alive, but apparently she's still doing Christmas specials. He is uh, setting the bar here, this Thomas Dodd, for uh, drunken antics after he changed his name to match her name. His superstar idol, Celine Dion. And it's all coming back to him now. Now that he's not drunk anymore and he can see what he did. This guy. I hope you're going to change your name back, Thomas. Let's find out, though. For some reason, I have a feeling he's not going to do that. The 30-year-old man had too much to drink while watching Celine Dion's concert on the television over Christmas. Days later, he discovered he had paid about 90 pounds to officially... Take her name. Well, how, how did he take it? Did he change his name from Thomas Dodd to Celine Dion? Did he simply take her last name? Is his name Thomas Dion? Did he take her first name only? Is it Celine Dodd? 
Did he squish her name in between his name? Thomas Celine Dion Dodd? Did he squish his name in between her name? Celine Thomas Dodd Dion? What did he did he change his name to Celine Celine Dion Dion Thomas Dodd? Who cares? <laughs> I want to know. Maybe it tells us later in the article. Oh, it does say here, he is in no rush to change it back. Why, Thomas? You should be in a rush to change it back. People are going to ask questions like, I don't know, do you happen to have a job, sir, where they write checks to you? <laughs> this is going to be an issue at the DMV, Thomas. I don't know if they have a DMV in the UK, but I assume they have something like that. What about your family? Do you have a wife? I'm guessing he's a Celine Dion super fan that he does not have a wife. <laughs> He's a hospitality manager. Okay, we're getting some information here. He's from Clifton Campville near Tamworth, Litchfield. I don't know where that is. He says, well, I'm slightly obsessed with her. I'm not going to lie. During lockdown, I've been watching a lot of live concerts on the telly. I can only think I've been watching one of Celine's. Had a great idea after I was drunk. <laughs> I walked in from work. There was a big white envelope at my home. It said, do not bend, written on it. I nearly passed out in my kitchen when I opened it. Oh, my. <laughs> my initial concern was, how on earth do I tell my work, my human resources, that I need to change my email footer? <laughs> You're going to have to change more than your email footer, Thomas. They do cut checks to your name, sir. You're going to have to tell them that you have a whole new name at work. And they're going to think you're out of your mind. Because how do you explain, A, that you're now uh, using a woman's name, and B, that it's a famous singer and you're a super fan. And you're probably such a super fan that everybody knows about it. So they're just going to make fun of you to no end, as they should. Thomas says, now I'm thinking it could be a great way to get backstage and see her. I hate to be the one to break the news to you, Thomas, but Celine is never going to let you backstage for doing this because you look like a psychopath. <laughs> they said the kind of person that kills Celine, you know? This is what this is what happens. <laughs> these these kind of super fans will murder you. You don't get backstage doing this. You do not. Sorry to break the news to you. It says here that Thomas is pretty annoyed because he paid for eight extra certificates of his name change to prove it, and they were ten pounds each. <laughs> he really wanted to have proof that he changed his name. Here's a, here's more quotes from him. Apparently, it's the funniest thing people have read in 2020. I'm glad it's entertaining people, though. It's not been the best year. Hopefully, this will give people a laugh, even if it is at my expense. Um, and then he says he's going to have to explain it to his his family. He said he did explain it, that it could be worse. It could have been Boris Johnson. <laughs> We're just lucky Boris doesn't have any live concerts, he says. Well, listen, if you're the type of person that just changes your name like to the person who's singing on a Christmas special on your television, you have so many issues. I can't even get into it, Thomas. He says his family is laughing about it now. His sister choked on her sandwich, but seems to see the funny side of it. Well, good. Your family's very, very understanding. My family wouldn't make fun of me and I wouldn't be allowed at Thanksgiving. Yeah, rightly so. Rightly so. If I change my name to hmm, like Prince, like I love Prince. Give him, just call me Prince. <laughs> I think I don't think that's going to go over well. Really, I really don't. And the fact that you would have to pay money to do such a thing and then have to pay more money to change it back. There's got to be a way like how could somebody that works at one of those organizations allow you to change your name to Celine Dion like you know, like if you're trying to get one of those vanity license plates, there's the organization doesn't let you just choose any name on there. Like you can't choose swear words. 
So there should be somebody at the name changing organization that, you know, it's like there as like a safety valve to make sure that people just aren't changing their name to Abraham Lincoln or whatever the heck. Maybe I'm, I don't know how these things work. Or maybe if you pay money, you should be able to change your name to whoever, whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Call the show 646-450-2012. I'm going to wait too long with this story, but it was just so fun. I give thanks for inspiration. It guides my mind along the way. I want to say thank you. I'm so grateful for all of you for listening to another episode of Weird AF News. In the beginning of 2021, we're starting the year off pretty good, I think. Okay, I hope you enjoyed those, uh, those, that last episode, which was the best of 2020 episode. It was over two hours. Any of you listen to the whole thing? Raise your hand. Raise your, oh, let's see. Okay, a few of you? All right, good job, good job. I'm very proud of you. Way to get through it. I don't know how anyone can handle my voice for two hours straight, but, uh, but you did, and I'm proud of you. You deserve a medal. <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, Ashley Paul Gorman, who reached out to me on the Facebook. That's Italian for Facebook. She wrote, Hey, thanks for the Weird AF News podcast. It has me splitting my sides. This latest one is the best. And yeah, my hair could do with the underground hairdresser. LOL. Keep up the good work, Jonesy. Thank you, Ashley Paul Gorman. I appreciate you. Happy New Year to you and your family. I uh, got a new patron as well that I want to show some love to, give some love to, give a big shout out to Mr. Bruce Douglas in the blue trunks with the white trim. Bruce Douglas. Uh, Bruce, thank you so much for joining the Patreon, dude. Appreciate you. Please enjoy the extra content that is inside. What content are you talking about, Jonesy? Well, I just posted a uh, the trailer to what might be the greatest... Uh, extraterrestrial documentary that I've ever seen in my life. I put that up there. I also put a, a recent video of me trying some sort of Canadian uh, candy that was, uh, I'm not going to lie, it was pretty bad. Uh, anyways, yeah, so I've been posting stuff. Almost every day I've been posting stuff in the Patreon. So that's extra content that's weird, kind of related to Weird AF News, uh, very related to my weird tastes. So enjoy that, Mr. Bruce Douglas, and welcome, and j- thank you for the for joining the Patreon in the new year. Uh, please, if you haven't, email me sometime. Guys, you can send me an article. Funnyjones at gmail.com is the email. The Patreon. Oh, you're asking about the Patreon because you want to get that extra content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You get to support the show too. It feels good. And you know it feels good to support. Yeah. And what else? Oh, phone number in case you want to call the show. 646-450-2012. Yeah, give me a call sometime. Uh, follow me on the Instagram, on the gram, at Funny Jones, and we'll see you manana.